Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. On today's podcast, I want to break down some really interesting data about AI. So we're going to talk about AI by the numbers. We're going to be talking about what industries are implementing AI, what percentage of their budgets they're spending on AI, and what geographic locations are spending the most on AI. This is a really interesting topic. So without further ado, let's jump into it. So a lot of this data comes from a recent report or recent survey that was done by CNBC. And this survey was done from about 100 executives in the CNBC Technology Executive Council. And this council exists of CIOs, CTOs, CDOs, and other tech leaders from companies including Accenture, Adobe, Eli Lilly, Ernest & Young, IBM, Johnson & Johnson, PwC, SAP, Tyson, Walmart, and Zoom. So big companies. Um, big executives with important positions within these companies were all surveyed. And what was really interesting, the first little data that I want to bring up is the fact that nearly half of the companies, 47% surveyed, um, said that AI is their top spending area in technology over the next 12 months. And one other piece of information that I think is really important when understanding the results of the survey is that this was done back in February. So shortly after ChatGPT launched, a lot of people were looking into it, but a lot of AI tools had not launched, had not been developed. You know, Google Bard wasn't even a thing. And I think that the more that these AI tools have accelerated and come out, if you had redone the survey today, I believe these numbers would be even higher. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, the, the numbers are very interesting. And I think this gives us a really interesting um, look into kind of the headspace of some of these uh, leaders of AI companies and what we can see in the future. So something that I found interesting was that 63% of respondents said that their companies were accelerating spending in AI. 20 or uh, 37% are proceeding with caution. This is back in February. So, you know, that 37%, if they're not, you know, accelerating at the moment, I think they're going to be left behind. Um, and so that's also, you know, if you're, uh, if you're a new company trying to make it or trying to push and grow, I think that is a um, that is a very hopeful number, right? If 37% are proceeding with caution, not jumping full in on AI, they haven't caught the vision. That leaves a lot of um, potential for you to really accelerate and beat out some of these slower incumbents, the old crusty companies. Um, a lot of them, I feel like, will be you know, in changing their responses to accelerating by now, I would hope. But of course, there's a lot of people that just kind of resist change. And so there is a lot of opportunity when you see numbers like that. I think what's really notable is that no one said that they were not invested in AI, according to the survey of the 100 executives. All of them were um, currently and actively invested in it. And so when asked what they considered as a critical technology strategy for the companies, 
AI was like the second most important thing right behind cloud. So um, 58% said that AI was critical and 30 and 63% said that cloud was the most cr critical and machine learning came in third at um, about 53%. So just under half said they believe AI will create more jobs and about 27% said that there's going to be a net loss of jobs. About 27% said that it's too soon to tell. And this is interesting getting a statistic like this out of this group of people um, who obviously are in charge of a lot of people. So if 26% are saying it's going to be a net loss in jobs, you know, you can assume that those tw that 26% is also in charge of firing a lot of people and they themselves see the, the need or the... Um, essentially the direction that they're themselves going to let go of a lot of jobs. So I think that is an, that's an interesting space, but you know, um, just under half. So more than are letting them go said they believe AI is going to create more jobs, which is interesting because, um, you know, overall the net, like if we, you know, of course this is anecdotal, of course, this is not relatively anecdotal. This is a hundred executives, but you know, if we took that as representative of the market or the economy in general with, you know, almost half of them saying they're going to hire more people and 26% say they're going to fire people to let the AI do it, net is going, there, there's going to be a net gain in jobs. And this is kind of where I actually see AI. I see all innovations creating more jobs. They create more prosperity and more automation. Um, and so I just see it as kind of lifting the global standard of living. 26% in that same study also said it's too soon to tell. So it'd be interesting to resurvey them today. About 53% of the executives noted that tech spending has slowed due to higher interest rates, and they believe that that could possibly trigger a recession, which is interesting. That's over half of them are, you know, they, tech spending is slowed, but they're all spending more on AI, meaning if you are a tech company and you are not incorporating AI into your products and into your services, you are going to be seeing dwindling sales while people that are really at the forefront of AI, you know, NVIDIA or other people that are really interfacing with AI, um, and in that space are seeing record sales. Okay, a really quick update on this podcast episode, I feel like I need to say. Um, I think earlier I said this was done in February. This survey was actually conducted between May 15th and June 20th. So this is actually very recent data, um, not perhaps the most recent data, right, if you got some of these responses in May, but very recent data if the survey just closed, um, you know, at the end of last month. So that's just a little caveat I wanted to throw in here for the episode. In any case, um, as far as AI budgets goes, in a separate survey that was done by a firm, Omdia, um, they discovered that 55% of the companies have a dedicated AI budget, while 38% said spending on AI is supported by other budgets. So only 5% do not have a budget, and 2% did not know according to the AI Budgets Best Practices report. So in a, a quote, they said, um, and this is according to the Omdia report, substantive, substantive dedicated AI budgets are clearly a trend. This commitment reflects continued AI market maturity and indicates that many enterprises have progressed beyond POCs, proof of concepts, and pilots to, into live operational AI initiatives. So about 44% of respondents said that 70% of their AI budget goes to software, services, and SaaS. And then only 20% actually said that 70% of their budget goes to personnel and resources. But I think this is really interesting. You know, only 20%, but at the same time, that's actually a pretty significant number if they're talking about 70% of their budget. So, and I think the big difference here is, you know, some companies are investing in software and SaaS where they may not have the in-house personnel to run a lot of these AI systems. 
but 20% evidently um, are hiring personnel and resources, aka, you know, NVIDIA, H100 graphics cards, and, um, you know, personnel to run them and train their own AI models. So I, I believe that the people spending 70% of their budget on personnel are people that are doing a lot more, you know, in-house, in-depth actual AI model training. About 36% said their budget is roughly evenly split between the two. So I think what's really interesting when we're looking at this from a geographic perspective, um, companies in parts of Asia apparently are spending more than AI, um, spending more on AI than the West is. About 52% of respondents in Oceania, Eastern and Southern Asia are currently spending a million dollars or more a year. And um, contrasting that 52% to Western Europe's 47% and 38% in North America that are spending over a million dollars, um, I find that very, very interesting that, uh, you know, Asia, it has this bigger investment. Europe even has a bigger investment than North America on AI at the moment. If you're looking at it, I mean, and that's not that it the, the total number is greater, but uh, on average, the companies from those areas are spending more or more companies from those areas are. So by vertical, I want to talk about which verticals and which niches are using AI the most. Um and how their you know budgets are divided so if we're looking at it by vertical financial services um, is spending 62 percent of their budget on ai and they're followed relatively close behind by manufacturing that's spending 51 percent telecommunication spending 49 percent those are all the top spenders then if you go down the the line a little bit healthcare and pharma is spending 35% retail and cpg is spending 33% energy utilities oil and gas is spending 27% media and entertainment coming in at 24%. It's kind of interesting looking at these different um, industries and noticing that you know some are like media and entertainment where you could theoretically envision like a lot of really powerful ai use cases whether that's for script writing or you know generating assets for movies and all sorts of things that they're spending you know less than financial services now of course financial services has a lot to gain you create an ai model that can predict different stock market trends there's a lot of upside so you can definitely see why they are going so heavily 62 percent is pretty impressive um but still i am you know curious why some of these other industries aren't spending more so i think um you know is if we're looking at what use cases are being used I would say there isn't one in particular that really dominates, but um, here's some of the most popular ones. Customer experience is um, at 22% of what they're using this for, followed by development tools, which is 20.9%, and chatbot and virtual assistants at 20.8%. So honestly, all of those are virtually the same, you know, hovering between 22.2 and 20.8. So very, very similar use cases for or amount of people using these things for customer experience, developer tools, and virtual assistants. Um, but there's there are a number of you know other areas. I think the question was asked: How is the AI budget divided by use case? Device monitoring and control had 19%. Um, chatbots was 20%. Customer experience, like we mentioned, was 22. Predictive analysis was 17% voice and speech recognition was 15 percent development tools we mentioned this before was 20 percent text analysis and generation is 14 percent this is really interesting to me because um text analysis and generation like ChatGPT is text generation um is only 14 percent but i guess that might you know kind of get get cut into other areas like they did have a special a specific chat bot and virtual assistant category so 
perhaps if you're just doing exclusive text uh, generation, you know, they're probably more talking about like writing articles and analyzing text. So, okay, that makes sense from having that at 14%. In any, sense, in any case, uh, process optimization was 17%. Quality monitoring was 17%. Visual analytics is, you know, 18% are using AI for visual analytics. And anomaly detection was actually a very, very high with 19.5% of people using AI uh, for anomaly detection as their use case. So that particular survey was conducted back in February. That's why I uh, got confused discussing the earlier survey by CNBC that ended in June. But this particular survey talking about um, the different AI use cases, um, that one specifically happened in February. And that was with 368 enterprises uh, around the world that are deploying AI. And among those, about 47% said their companies have annual revenues of 25 to 99 million. Uh, 30% have less than 20, 250 million, and the rest are above a billion dollars. So the respondents are also pretty evenly split into different categories. Um, and about a third are in North America, 26% in Asia, 25% in Western Europe, 6% in Latin America, the Caribbean, and some other areas that had less. But Overall, I think this data is super, super interesting. I think this gives us a lot of insights into who's using AI, what they're using AI for, how we're seeing the AI landscape uh, develop, and kind of where these companies see AI going into the future. So based off of this data, it'll be interesting to follow and see follow-up surveys and see if things have changed. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.